0: I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit TheOffBeatLife.com. Again, that's TheOffBeatLife.com to get more killer resources. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for this extended interview with Molly, where she is going to share how to make passive income with Pinterest. Hey, Molly. Hi, Debbie. How are you? I am wonderful. So before you give us all of your amazing tips and tricks, can you tell us a little bit more about you and why you live an offbeat life? Yes.
1: So I'm Molly. I am a branding and marketing strategist and designer and I live an offbeat life because the traditional nine to five life wasn't for me. And yeah.
0: Well, that is definitely an offbeat life. And Molly is going to be giving us all of her amazing tips on how to create passive income with Pinterest. So Molly, how can somebody do that? How do you actually make passive income with Pinterest? Because we see this platform a lot, but most of the time we just go there for like fashion or pretty things, right? How do you actually make money from Pinterest? So most people
1: think of, Pinterest as a social media platform, but it's actually a search engine just like Google. To put it in another way, Pinterest is your ideal client's or customer's Google. So say you are a service provider and you're a photographer and you sell photography services, then people are going on there to look for their wedding inspiration. People are going on there to look for their engagement session You are looking, going to look for ideas and inspiration and tips on whatever your niche is. So say you are a photographer and your ideal client is a bride. And so they're looking up wedding dresses, right? But you don't sell wedding dresses and that's okay because they're still going to eventually be like, okay, I need wedding decor. I need wedding planning. And oh yeah, I need a wedding photographer. And if they can find you, then they can hire you. But if they can't find you, then they're not going to hire you. So that is like the first thing, something that a lot of people don't think about are the keywords and the descriptions that they put everywhere. So your profile name is one way people can find you, your board names are another way people can find you. And you also have to write your board description because that's going to tell Pinterest like what your boards are actually about. So in- with Google, you have to tell Google like what your photos and what your blog posts are about. That's where SEO comes in. And that's also like matters with your pin titles and pin descriptions. Again, SEO, it tells Pinterest what your pins are about. And if you title your pins correctly, then people can actually find you when they type in like how to write a blog post or how to travel and work online. Another thing that like people often don't think about is when someone first finds you, they are a completely cold person. So what I mean by that is there are cold, warm, and hot leads. And hot leads are people who absolutely love you. So it's the kind of people who are signed up for Debbie's email list and who are tuning into her podcast every single week. They're like, they love her podcast. Her content is great. But if they don't know who like, you are yet, then they are still a cold audience. So with Pinterest, what's great about Pinterest, it's, it's so easy to turn someone to a, into a code lead to a warm lead, either by like seeing your pins over and over again, if you're t- hitting those like keywords. So with Pinterest, you can get someone to sign up for your email list. If you have a product like I do, then they might like click on it and buy it right away, which I think is what happens like most of the time. So they can either sign up for your email list, they can go on your website, start reading your blog posts, follow you on Instagram, those are all ways to like, make connections and get people to get to know you more. And then th- that's when you turn your cold lead into a warm lead. And as they start to follow you more, they see you on Instagram, they watch your Instagram stories, they see you again on Pinterest, that's like making the warm lead like even warmer. So once you have something to sell, And you're like, hey, guys, I have something to sell. This is the other thing that I think so many people missed out on. You don't tell people they have something to sell. If you have something to sell, you have to either tell people on Pinterest or you have to tell people on your email list. And that is like how you use Pinterest to make those sales. Like you might not make the sale right away, but at some point in the buyer journey, they're going to be like, I really like her free content. Her free content is really amazing. I want to know like what her paid content is like because with your paid content, you're going to dive in even more and give you more value. And so the last thing is like cross promoting. So that's doing multiple things at once. So for me in the beginning of my business, I focused on Pinterest and blogging. So I actually didn't focus that much on Instagram. I was on Instagram and I was probably spending way more time than I should have been on Instagram. But Once I got my blog down, then I started like branching out onto Pinterest and then on the Facebook, I'm actually, I actually don't use Facebook at the moment. So if you guys like go to my Facebook and you're like, she doesn't even use Facebook. That is why. (laughs) Um, So I always tell people focus on one to two platforms, learn how to monetize on it, and then you'll learn how to monetize everywhere else.
0: Yeah, it's so interesting, right? Because most of the time when we look at Pinterest, we just think automatically, oh, it's just for bloggers or it's just for finding decorations or fashion Mm -hmm. or, you know, that type of inspiration. But it's also for your own business. And like you said, if you have a course or if you have something to sell, it's really a great way to do that. And it's a different type. Of way to really market yourself. And if you do it strategically, like Molly is teaching us how to, it can really get all that client that you didn't have before. And one of the things that you're really great at, Molly, is to also make those pins really beautiful. Now, for somebody who is not very artistic, how can they make their pins pinnable? Like, how can they get attention from other people when they're just not Right.
1: So there are two ways. You can go on Canva. Canva has a lot of templates that you can use, or you can go on Creative Market and there are people selling their templates. I also sell my templates on Creative Market. Or you can like make your own templates on Canva. And if you do that route, there are a couple of things to keep in mind. One, keep your text like very big. Make sure that if you can't read it from afar, then it's not going to perform well on Pinterest. And like, when you're creating your pins, like now is not the time to experiment with like 100 colors and 100 fonts, like keep it simple. But if you're just like, I am absolutely not creative, just use a template. I think that that's a great way to do it. And once your business gets to the point where it's like, okay, I need branded pins, I need branding, then hire someone. And when they do your whole brand design, that should be part of the marketing collateral that they give you.
0: Yeah. And it's so easy to do that. And it's such a good investment to be able to do that because it is worth it. That's why people keep using Pinterest, because so many people get on there. And that's just another marketing tool that is super effective. Now, Molly, are there any other must do for somebody who wants to take their business to a different level with Pinterest?
1: So with Pinterest, you want to keep in mind that you're inspiring and educating people. So I think that having a blog, having content is a must have. And I know that when people hear words like blogging and SEO, they get overwhelmed and they're like, I can't do it. And then they throw in the towel. But honestly, writing a blog post is not that hard. You like break it down into smaller steps. And I think most people only have like the big idea. Like if they're going to the gym, they're like, Oh, I have to go to the gym like forever. But if you just go to the gym every day for X amount of times, 20 minutes, eventually you're going to like going to the gym. So if you start out blogging and you break it down, you're like, okay, I have to have a topic. I have to have things to write about. And you learn to write and it becomes easier. I think that when people think of Pinterest, they just get overwhelmed because they're like, I don't know how to use this. Or there are so many aspects to it. And yes, there are a lot of things to Pinterest to making it like successful. But if you do it one step at a time, you're going to get much further than someone who like doesn't do anything.
0: (laughs) Well, that's definitely for sure. Because being inactive in you know, all of these things is just not help. You have to really go for it. You can't just sit around and wait for things to happen. But do not overwhelm yourself either, because that's another thing that's not going to work for the most part. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Now, Molly, do you have anything right now? Because I know you created a course, right, for Pinterest. Can you tell us a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah. So my course is called Pinterest for Creatives, and it's built for entrepreneurs who sell either products or service. So it's for both service and product based businesses. I would say that the people in the four industries, so if you are a photographer, if you're a designer, if you are a blogger or a coach, the course was made for you because I myself am a blogger and a designer and a lot of my clients are photographers. So I understand that industry very well. I'm also in the coaching industry. I'm not a coach, but like I see a lot of coaches and they all have blogs. And in my course, I like teach you how to write your own pin descriptions. So I basically teach you how to set up your whole Pinterest. It's made to be very easy to use and digest because I feel like sometimes when we think of courses, we think, This is going to take me forever. But I made my course in a way that's easy to implement. I have like video trainings and then I have a a course workbook where I'm like, okay, these are the action steps that you take in this module. And these are the things that you do with each module so that you're not like, okay, what do I do next? And so it ties in the whole picture together from SEO, from design, from I talked about today how to turn your code leads into warm leads, into like hot leads. So yeah, that's it.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Molly. If our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you?
1: They can find me at Molly Ho Studio. I'm most active on Instagram, but I'm also on my website is MollyHostudio.com. So if you just type in Mollyho Studio on Google, I should be showing up.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much for giving us all of these incredible tips and tricks. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Molly. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where she shares how she creates income as a branding and marketing strategist. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.